What is up, everybody? Welcome to The Rap Show. It is Hip Hop Hoops Day, right here live from H-Town, Houston, Texas, home of the Rockets, which we'll definitely talk about today as we get ready to feast on all the goodness that is Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow. We've got some bonus episodes of The Rap Show, and of course, that's Rap with Two Peas. Because two peas are better than one, and there is only one source for sports, sounds, and style live live right here from the media block, 6023 South Loop East, just a few minutes away from those seven and three AFC South leading Texans. I know I've said it all week long, but it's really the first time I can remember the Texans having a two-game lead this late in the season, especially with a seven-game winning streak. So we will get into all the weekend, the holiday extended weekend action from the big bowl games and all the NFL action on Monday. Of course, we are live here from the media block, your one-stop shop for all things media. Whether you need graphics, whether you need to put the finishing touches on a logo, you need to get video production done, you want to do an entire video series or podcast series, you can do so by hitting them up at booking at themediablock.com booking at themediablock.com. If you want to submit any of your content, any of your beats out there, if you've got a track you want us to play right here, if you want to get something off your chest or talk about any of the topics we hit on in the world of sports sounds and style or the culture, as they call it today, you can do so by hitting us up at therapshow at gmail, therapshow at gmail.com. Or if you're on the live stream each and every day, Monday through Thursday from 4.20 p.m. Central Standard Time to about 5.45 or so, about an hour, hour and a half, just depending on what we got going on here at the block, you can tune in on my IG at the rap himself. Those same two Ps. Well, there's only one when it comes to the greatest in the game today in the NBA, and he is making his... Seems like every four years, his return to his home, or close to his home, his hometown, of course, of Akron, that is LeBron James, as he and the Lakers this time, instead of it being Miami Heat, returned to Cleveland. Totally different storyline going into the return this year after bringing Cleveland, famously, their first NBA franchise championship, NBA title. And LeBron has since made the finals eight times, I believe, in a row, four with Miami and four with Cleveland, and set unprecedented bars for the next generation to try to reach. And the next generation looks solid for the NBA, but I don't see anybody aside from the kid at Duke, Zion Williamson, who is as game-changing, as force of nature, as athletically gifted and basketball gifted as LeBron James. And I know the Cleveland fans were burning jerseys the first time that he decided to leave Cleveland and go to Miami, and there was a a real rage. It was the first time you saw on social media the rage spread like wildfire. No pun intended, California. This was in Cleveland, by the way. But you saw it instant reaction to the decision when he left and Went on one, two championships in Miami out of the four years he was there. And then, of course, ultimately returned to Cleveland, brought the championship home there. And after that, it was really gravy on the mashed potatoes for LeBron because that is enough 
for that entire crowd when he returns to Cleveland. They know. I'm, they have to applaud this man. You have to tip your cap to the greatness that is LeBron. Otherwise, you're not you're, you're not even an intelligent human being. I mean, you, you shouldn't even be allowed into an arena if you can't even take two seconds to applaud, to appreciate, to respect the man that brought the Cleveland Cavaliers a... It's hard to say Cleveland Cavaliers when you're making a point. He brought the Cavaliers a championship. He brought that team from no relevance to relevance to the laughing stock of the NBA, back to relevance and the ultimate crown at the top of the mountain. Now, he also was trying to accomplish this against a Golden State team that for the collection of talent, the NBA had really never seen guys playing at their peak before. You had never seen an all-star team of talent that was threatening to win championships as a dynasty, threatening to bring in piece after piece after piece because guys that don't have rings want to join that team because there's a damn good chance you're going to get one. And if you have anything to contribute, it just makes the Warriors that much better. LeBron was doing this, and I'm not saying that he was doing it on his own in Cleveland, but go back. It's it's funny how soon we forget. Go back and look at any of the rosters that he had in this latest run to the finals with Cleveland. It, it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the fact that they won one, and people like to say that it was because Draymond Green got suspended. Well, Draymond Green could get suspended and go off the deep end in any basketball game that he laces his sneakers up for. He's that type of player. I mean, look what happened. He went haywire on his own teammate, and that's putting it politely. There was, you know, the heat of confrontation that was not in the confines of the locker room or the practice facility. This was in live television. This was in, in the moment, on the sideline. So I don't like to hear that because LeBron... LeBron put himself in that situation as a basketball savant for the possibility of that being damaging for their chances that year. Are you going to fault LeBron? No. You, I mean, you take opportunity when opportunity and luck, Lady Luck comes in the door. You open the door for her and you let her in and grab her a seat and a cold drink if you have to because you need luck on your side. You have to have and he had literally had luck on his side, Kevin Love, uh, who has been unlucky in all of the seasons, even previously in Minnesota, never having the pieces when he was healthy to complement his 2020 game, potential 2020 game. So, you know, people want to make a big deal about the fan reaction with LeBron going back. I mean, I I, I think this is this is a non-story. This is really not even. It, clap for the man, and then, of course, you know, you cheer for your home team, cheer against the Lakers. I'm sure there'll be a lot of LeBron lovers, a lot of LeBron fanatics there with the Lakers jerseys on who live in Cleveland. Sports has changed in that way with free agency and really the intense free agency that we've seen, the rush to build these super teams in the NBA. It's... It's just spectacular what LeBron has done. And he's doing it again. I mean, he's already had a 50-point game. I think it was last week after Hip Hop Hoops Day. He had a 50-point game that night. And look for him to do something special in Cleveland with that Lakers team 
just to get the crowd going. Just whether they boo him at that point, that's fine. I mean, that's the that's the opponent. That's the competition. Nobody's going to question you booing the other team, but you don't boo the man and slight him, disrespect him previous to that. Because he did take you way farther than you ever thought you would see no matter who walked through that door after he left the first time. You didn't think you were even getting LeBron back. So enjoy it, Cleveland. Enjoy tonight. Celebrate whatever LeBron does going forward because he's going to come back. I mean, think about the school in Akron that he's already open. What that's going to do for so many kids. What that's going to do for so many children in, in that area that will provide something more than even LeBron was afforded with a young single mother in her teens trying to raise a son who was gifted and and athletically and physically well beyond his years. He's handled it like a champ. You know, the the detraction or the hate that comes LeBron's way is so petty now because nobody can deny. Like I said, you'd be an idiot if you denied the greatness of LeBron. Now, whether you consider him the GOAT of all, over Jordan, over Magic, over whoever you put in there, Kareem. I mean, I've heard so many different, even from our era, you know, so many different top three of all times, even top one. So LeBron has his place, and and that is for sure. And his place in the NBA is historical because anything, like I said, he does from here on out is just going to add to his incredible legacy. So... Nobody's ever going 6-0 and in the finals again. Can I just say that? I mean, not even Golden State, the so-called power team, super team, bigger than big three, even they lost to LeBron. And, you know, it, it, I could see it happening again this year. Not to LeBron. Well, maybe by that time. Maybe LeBron has this team really chucking on all cylinders and, and blowing through people towards the end of the season and the confidence growing with the young nucleus that LeBron joined along with guys like Tyson Chandler, guys like J.R. Smith, who, big surprise, once Big Bro Braun left town, J.R. said, nah, you know what? I'm good on this Cleveland thing. I'll take my Supreme tattoo and my talents, and I'll go join LeBron in L.A. But they're still, because it is guaranteed contract, and Cleveland holds the rights, uh, he still has to, get, he has to get traded. So he is asked to be excused from the team. And Cleveland, we going to make it. <laughs> Just go back to what you were doing. Hopefully you don't have another Anthony Bennett, number one overall pick disaster. You got it right with Kyrie, and that was the beginning of building the one and only championship that LeBron brought you. And Kyrie went on to the Celtics, who we'll get into next, from the Lakers to the Celtics. We'll start with the old school, work our way into the new, which is the Hornets of Charlotte and Kemba Walker, who continues to show that he's worth every penny of of being a superstar player for that franchise under Michael Jordan, of all people. I mean, if Jordan doesn't appreciate what Kemba Walker does, Kemba Walker does every day that he hits that hard court and for his size and for being uh, so dynamic in college to continue to have moments like that and not get the, you know, the overall overwhelming. I mean, he's respected. People people know Kimball Walker. He can score, but he does a lot more than score. He's a great great teammate, plays defense. I think Jordan is on to something there. But with the Celtics, 
similar to the Warriors, you've got to have every moving piece and every part from the coach down to the 12th man together. And the chemistry could, could uh, has to be undeniable. It can't be questioned or tested. And you had major injuries last year with Gordon Hayward and the horrific leg break on the first 48 seconds of the game, first possession of the game, second possession of the game. So he was out for the entire season. Kyrie was banged up. He was in and out of the lineup. Never really showed that he can carry a team on his own and that that he needed to get out of the shadow of LeBron. Uh, you have the young, talented guys that Brad Stevens, their coach, had already been molding and developing and well beyond their years as far as the NBA goes in maturity, in situational execution and and excitement and really not not having those deer in the headlight rookie type of moments as they as they made their way through the playoffs last year in the Eastern Conference. Now, hey, <laughs> Cleveland, they still got there and LeBron continued his thing, but Boston this year you're going to get a better I guess overall picture of what that collection of talent's going to be. Now you're going to in some of these situations you're going to X out some of your necessary pieces at their max potential. So if you've got a Jalen Brown, for instance, who is just as dynamic as a Kimball Walker and can, can fill it up and light it up at, at any given moment in the game. Well, if he's not getting touches, he's not getting playing time because the pecking order has been bumped back up with guys coming back and, and big, big contracts that, uh, they are now, you know, invested in. Well, that's going to cause a little bit of doubt in Jalen Brown's mind if he's in the right situation. Similar to, you see how it's it, it just it's passed on generation to generation, and especially with the money in the NBA and in sports in general, guys want to get theirs while they can because it doesn't last long, and they don't want to go have to get a regular job after living the lifestyle of a professional athlete in the United States of America. Nobody does. I mean, if you owned your own business and you had to go get a regular job afterwards, it's very, well, what's the word I would say? You know, it's humbling. I mean, it, as a man, just in general, as a human being, as a male, it's frustrating because you want to live this lifestyle and you want to be set and feel comfortable for the rest of your life. So these guys, the chemistry can be damaged or compromised when your role changes because of another player or somebody coming in. So it's going to be interesting to really see how Boston handles it and how Boston continues to gel. And do they make any moves? I mean, Anthony Davis, by the way, hello. Hello. Mentioned we're going to talk about the Rockets. This is the rap show right here. Live from the media block each and every Monday through Thursday. Of course, Wednesday is dedicated to hoops. And as the football season starts to fade off into the cold February months, well, we will ramp up the basketball and we'll probably get out to All-Star Weekend this weekend in Charlotte, or this weekend, this year, this season. I'd like to get back out there. I had a string of five or six, I believe, including the one in Houston, six straight All-Star Weekend appearances doing the show and getting involved with some of the events and some of the players. So I'd like to do that. It is in Charlotte this year, home of the Hornets. But this season is, is really gotten off to an interesting start with the Warriors drama, with the uncertainty if that chemistry hasn't been compromised 
with Kevin Durant not coming out and saying, I'm not leaving after this year. He's left it really open for conversation. And so Draymond wanted to have a conversation in game about it and let him know that, hey, if I want to dribble out the clock and not get a shot off, it's on me. I've been here longer than you, fool. And it, it can really start to damage. So it's made the season damage the psyche of the players and what the coach has already built, the momentum he's already built. But this year, it's just interesting because you had the Warriors, since we were on Hip Hop Hoops Day last Wednesday, lost five out of seven games. Yeah, let me repeat that. The Warriors lost five out of seven games. And Steve Kerr came out and made a comment that, hey, wake up. This is the real NBA. People know that we're good. People know that we're stacked. People know that we have a fracture in the dam. And the more pressure they continue to put on us, the more intense the spotlight becomes about us and the negative things that are going on on the team. Well, it's going to continue to drive that wedge until the dam breaks open and it's going to be wide open. I mean, it's going to be anybody's game if, if they continue this trend moving forward. And it's going to open the door for some of the younger teams in the West now the funny thing is, in the West, you would think the Rockets would be licking their chops right now with the doubt in the in the Warriors' locker room and in, in their huddle. And they've been better. I, I mentioned the other day, addition by subtraction. They, they've, they've put together their 8-7 and seven now. They're three games back uh, for the top seed in the West. Now, I know that's not... Huge, but the way they started and the way that things could have gone south for the Rockets before they cut ways with Mello, who seems like he's already back in New York opening up a apparel shop, some type of pop-up clothing brand. But the Lakers have a better record than the Rockets right now. And the Rockets were supposed to be 1A after their promising series and, and loss in seven to the Warriors a couple years ago. Uh it just it, it doesn't look like it's going to be any better for this team because there's not a player that even if they were to make a deal, you know, the whole preseason hubbub about Jimmy Butler and trading the next four first round draft picks. Why not start the tank now? What? Did I just say the Rockets need to tank? The only way you're going to get better because there's no guarantee that Harden's not going to cash his checks here in H-Town and bounce right back to California one day himself. I don't think this is his final NBA destination. I think he's still got one more run in him after he f falls short here in H-Town. Now, whoever that team is, and the Rockets have already made that mistake, so I would be very cautious about going forward making the same mistake, is giving Harden all-world franchise leader, just all-community, all-star all type of salary. Now, I know he can score unlike you know anything we've ever seen. His style is, is very creative, I guess you could say, with the Euro step, and he can, he can create offense on the fly, but he has zero clutch in his blood veins. He has zero care for that red and silver, which are our home colors. That's our home team. You know, he doesn't represent what H-Town is all about. And that real clutch city, blue collar, let's go win as a team, lose as a team attitude that we really, we saw 
come to life and come to fruition right here in H-Town with the Rockets back-to-back championships in the mid-90s. And it's been too long. We're, we're over 20 years, 20, 25 years since the first championship, which not only makes me old because I was in high school when we partied. I was a senior in high school, that first championship, when we partied uh, for the first time of back-to-back while Michael Jordan decided to go play baseball. Not our fault. But this this team, the desperation, I guess, that was on display, especially for us who, who really pay attention to you know the local sports, but we we have a love of all sports, sounds, and style right here. I'm your host, Adam Rapp. Follow me on Instagram, at the Rapp himself, and you can chime in you can tune in you can contribute to the show right there live or you can email me the rap show at gmail.com those same two p's if you want to contribute and give us something you want to hear discussed or a topic that you really haven't heard us get into depth with right here live on the show we'll come back and we'll revisit and we'll definitely give you a shout out for sending in any of that and then once you get on your favorite podcast platform please just subscribe share give us five stars if you like the show give us five stars if you hate the show just just support what we're doing here because i want to continue to do it live from the media block here in h-town and there ain't nobody fresher when it comes to sports sounds and styles. So keep it locked right here. And we will move on as Portland looks like they are going to position themselves for a nice comfy ride through the regular season. They've been a team with Damian Lillard, with um, Sabonis, with the addition of, um, oh my God, who's their their backup guard? Um, The addition of, where is it? They just added a young guard in the offseason. Jesus, there we go. Um, so with Portland, they're 12-5. and five. With the Grizzlies, finally, I think, getting the maximum out of Mike Conley and Mark Gasol, Paul's younger brother. Um, but with the Trailblazers, they have had an easy schedule. They've definitely benefited from C.J. McCollum. Yeah. <sighs> That's right. And of course, Yurik is their, uh, uh, or Nurkic, who's their center. And the kid that they brought in, where is it? Baldwin, Wade Baldwin. Now, he has been a perfect, perfect breather substitute, six man coming off the bench. And Gary Trent Jr. So the guard play doesn't really, doesn't dip off, doesn't drop off for Portland. And They've they've been there. They've been in the playoffs the last couple of years. They rock, knocked the Rockets out a few years ago when Chandler Parsons had the flattest three-pointer I've ever seen taken from the top of the key. Um, but but they're a high-paced, you know, fast. They got Evan Turner now. He came he came over, it didn't really pan out in Washington or OKC. So they've basically taken a lot of they've got uh, Myers Leonard, a big young kid, and Zach Collins, uh, two big power forwards. So they're doing this with speed and young size with uh, Nurkic, Leonard, and Collins. Now, why am I spending all this time on the Blazers? Because they, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're winning ball games. They're in first place when the Warriors are struggling. And the Warriors right now, they sit in third place. They're 12 and 6. I mean, so they're a half game back. But any advantage you can get to get out in front of this Warriors team, even from a mental state early in the season when you're a perennial bridesmaid to the bride. 
you've got to really jump out and take advantage of the regular season in the NBA. You know, some people want to cut it down from 82 games. I think you could go to 72, trim a little bit of fat off of the regular season. But it's important, though, to get guys healthy if they're coming back after the All-Star break or get your get your your roster you know ready and and make a run at it that's either that or you're tanking those are your options i mean you're either you you have to get every bit as better as you can to even compete now the east is a little different because the dynamic changed now lebron is in the west which is still so crazy to think about he's just he's an east beast i mean he's he's always been there and you knew he would he would rise up and play whoever was you know, king of the West and would give them a run, whether it was back in the days against San Antonio, even during the height of their dynasty. LeBron is is that amazing. So for him now to be in the West, it's, it's going to make it interesting because you're going to have the Clippers, you're going to have the Nuggets, the Pelicans. They're all going to be there. You've got Utah, who got off to a really slow start like the Rockets did, but they've got talent. They've got a lot of you know, great young scoring. They, they're they not the Utah that, that I was going to say your dad, that's me, uh, that your uncle or your, your big brother watched with Stockton and Malone. This is the, this is a very, very young athletic high scoring team. So they'll get it on and they'll put on for Utah. You've got the Mavs who pleasantly surprised. I guarantee you as Dirk Nowitzki gets closer and closer to retirement that uh, their number one pick uh, Luka Doncic, who's well, well seasoned to step right into the NBA and make an immediate impact and play like he's a five-year vet because he's been playing professional basketball since he was 13 years old. I believe he's 20, 21 now. So, I mean, you're talking about a six-year career playing against men. He was that good as a young prospect coming out of Europe. So, they're fine. I mean, the Mavs aren't really worried about winning any divisions or winning any titles right now. They're worried about Dirk getting the send-off, the Hall of Fame proper send-off that he deserves, and cultivating this young kid, Luka Doncic. And it's going to affect other scorers, like I was mentioning. I mean, there's always going to be a, a dynamic that is very, very it's – a, it's a very fine line that you have to walk. It's very fragile for a coach to keep that chemistry – Keep that, you know, the the elements always bubbling. But then again, be mindful that any change of element, any change of playing time, any change of shots, any change of the offense, any change of coaching in season is going to have a major effect on that chemistry. So we'll keep our eye on it. That's for sure. I think the Rockets, they're going to finish probably in the seventh, the seventh or eighth spot. They're on, like I said, they're a half game behind the Lakers right now. Uh, looking on the inside, but you've really got teams that you didn't have to worry about in the past. The Nuggets are back in there. The Thunder have kind of started to get their act together, and they've even post-KD, they've stayed on the map. They stayed right there on the front page of the NBA news and notes with Russell Westbrook and and what they would do to complement the roster after he lost Harden and KD. So we will keep our eyes on it. That's for sure right here on Hip Hop Hoops Day. Now we're going to do all of our hip-hop news and our top three albums we are thankful for live on the lowdown coming up on thanksgiving that's tomorrow so i wanted to get just a quick little 30 minute fast break run 
through laying out how the season's looking so far. It's still so early. We're 15 games into it. But at least you know that we will have our eye on all things hoops. We'll also talk college basketball. And, hey, tomorrow is all day turkey, touchdowns, and maybe a little bit of tussing. Trip to fan. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. So make sure you get your fantasy rosters set for tomorrow. You don't want to have three or four key players, and it's all NFC teams. Just make sure you check your NFC players. But you don't want to have you know three or four guys who you forgot were playing on Thanksgiving not play and screw up your positioning for the playoffs, which are coming up in a couple weeks. So we're efforting getting Blake Pan for tomorrow. My boy Blake Panarisi. I think he was. Going to do some family stuff and try to hoop with some old homies. So, hey, go hip, go hoop on Hip Hop Hoops Day. That's the day to do it. And then throw the football around on Thanksgiving, right? It's American. American is apple pie and turkey and stuffing and gravy and tofurkey and 7-Up salad. What else? Oh, green bean casserole. That's a good one. So, yes, we will get into the lowdown. Um, Franny Foo. We'll make another appearance, and she's going to give you our Grinch review 2018. It seems like they're doing a new Grinch movie every other year now, and this one is from Illumination Studios with Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch, I believe she said. But she'll tell you all about it, and it's got a lot of hip-hop ties to it as well. Tyler, the creator, is doing a collab with Vans, and he also did the title track and that famous You're a Mean One. Mr. Grinch, but with that odd future flip on it. So stay tuned. Make sure you go back and listen to the past episodes. We dropped our Shoes Day Tuesday. And real quick correction, I said Air Jordan 13 when I was talking about the OVOs. It's the Air Jordan 12, the Rising Sun. Uh, I was looking at a pair of He Got Games, which restocked on the Nike app, by the way. Just a little heads up. They restocked five or six pairs. If you had Jordan inside access, you were alerted that you were able to pick up. They also the fly knit threes, the women's reversed satin Air Jordan ones. There were some bangers on there that dropped this year, and you can go back and pick them up if you got the invite. So check your sneakers app, check your fantasy lineup, and check back in with us right here on the Rap Show Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. We'll be off Friday and be back Monday is what I meant to say. Monday through Thursday live here from the media block in Houston, Texas. Share, subscribe, stay tuned, stay elite. Appreciate everybody checking in live on the Instagram stream. Follow me at the rap himself and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for everybody that's tuned in. Thankful for everybody that's been supporting us for years right here on The Rap Show, the best in sports, sounds, and style. Talk to you guys Monday. Peace. Oh, thank you.